Hello, welcome to the fifth or sixth, can't remember, <laughs> um, episode of the Curzon Podcast. Sam was ill last week and now he's not here. We've lost him. We've lost Sam. He's gone. He's gone, he had a cold. <laughs> yeah, Sam's been... gone on holiday. He's been replaced by... By? By me. I'm Jenna. I also work at Curzon Canterbury and yeah, I'm filling in Sam's shoes today. How do you feel about that, Jenna? Slightly nervous, although, you know, knowing Sam, I'm sure I can do an equally good job. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Fighting words in yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, the film we watched on Monday night was mm-hmm. Grandma. Yeah, and actually it's probably quite fitting that the ladies are taking over for Isn't this it? film, because it's very female-heavy and very female-empowering. Feminist film. Yeah, definitely. Did you like Grandma? I did. I really liked it. It's really good fun, is what I think I felt overall. Did you like it, Helen? I did. Oh, good. <laughs> we were having a right laugh. <laughs> no, it is. It's good fun. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got some heart to it, which I yeah, always really need in a film. Definitely. Need some sort of heart. And listeners of the podcast will know that my favourite running time for a film is one hour and 30 minutes. It hits and that mark. It doesn't. It comes under. Oh, my God. A tight one hour twenty two. That's pretty good. My favourite kind of film is the kind of film that I never feel like I need a wee in it. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't wriggle. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was wriggling a bit, but I don't wriggle through boredom. No. We were very, very watching it for that yeah. one hour twenty two minutes. So if we go through the cast, and we will start with mm-hmm. just talking about general performances, and then later on we're going to move on to some spoiler stuff. But for now, if you haven't seen it, you're fully safe to listen. So Yeah. So the main person is Lily Tomlin. Yeah, I think she is the tour de force of the film, isn't she? It's all about her the title role, grandma, but not a grandma as you would imagine a grandma to be. I would so say. she's a seven is she seventy? She's well, I know Lily Tomlin's seventy five, I'm not sure. I think she plays a seventy seventy something year old yeah. lesbian grandma. Yes. I think the role was written for her by the director, writer-director, Paul Vikes. She is amazing, actually. Yeah. Really carries the film through some scenes that maybe don't work so well, which yeah. we can talk about. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, actually, though. Um, but she's so watchable, and she's not... Because at the beginning, I was a bit worried she'd be one-dimensional. Yeah. Because she's very brash and yes. sort of ranty. Um, but actually, throughout the film, all the other sides to her developed, and she plays them really well. Yeah, I think that's what's amazing about this film, is although it is kind of just, like, a day, you get a whole sense of these characters' lives within that journey. It doesn't need to be the weeks preceding, or the weeks around it yeah. at all. It just needs to be that one day. To so it's just it. one day. We mm-hmm. Yes, it's just one day. And um, it is about a girl... Called Sage, who's Mm -hmm. played by Julia Garner. Yeah. And she goes to see her grandma because she needs money. She needs $630. Yes, which is apparently the going rate in America for an abortion. Yes. Which probably seems a bit crazy to us as lucky British citizens with the NHS. Yeah. She goes to see her grandma, and her grandma doesn't have the money, so they have to go on a road trip. Yes. To sort of visit grandma's old friends and people like that. Yeah, because Sage doesn't want to go to mum. She Yeah. yeah. 
and wants to go That's on the perfect. wants to go on the road and find any way else other than having to fess up. Yeah, so there's a time there's a nice kind of strict time limit mm-hmm. as well because Sage has already booked the appointment which is um the other side of Los Angeles. Yes. Um 5:45? Yeah. Nice. nice. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um so they have to get there by then. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a nice kind of, you know that at 5.45... Something's got to happen. Either they're going to miss it or mm-hmm. they're going to get there, but it's a nice thing to have at the beginning. Yeah, definitely agree. And yeah, the film just happens in that one day. It ends at the end of the day. So I really like that in a film and it keeps it simple. It does. Definitely. I think that's probably one of this film's greatest parts that it in its simplicity really and it's mm. just very good storytelling of very interesting characters yeah so do you have a favorite character no yeah, it's got to be her hasn't it it's got to be grandma yeah. l reed i think is her actual name yeah the lesbian poet i think that's kind of the that's title what, of, yeah um in the kind of the title cards of it when i'm rambling but um yeah so she's she is just great she is everything that you want your grandma to be <laughs> in some senses I think you need the other one that's making you biscuits and yeah. like sitting you down yeah but she has got everything you want she's the person you go to at a crisis for sure yeah so when we first meet her well no when Sage first meets her on that day yes um she says I don't have any money grandma says oh I can't help you because I don't have any money I've cut up all my credit cards yeah, and I've made them into a wind chime because she's transmogrifying her life. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, there's so many lines like that. There are so many hilarious lines in this film. Just absolutely great. We can come on to my favourite one a bit later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what that. Yeah, is. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Sage, um, Julia Garner? What do you think of? I think her she's brilliant. Yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know how old she actually is. But she's very convincing as a 17-year-old. She's got that lovely kind of, like, the naivety of a 17-year-old, but also the kind of readiness to become an adult, but the willingness to step back and go, actually, I'm still a kid. <laughs> like, it really hits yeah. that nail on the head. Because she's strong, because she knows what she wants to do, mm-hmm. but she's terrified, Yeah, which is really realistic for this topic. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a big topic as well, especially in the States. It's a very political topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's handled really well within this film. It's not overplayed in terms of drama, so there's not this huge dramatic thing about, Grandma, I need... Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> like because her grandma is a feminist and she's lived her life yeah she's it's very much like okay and all through the film it's just like okay this is what it's is kind happening. of an acceptance it's a yeah of of something that's not going to be very nice for her to have to go to yeah. but like a necessary evil in some respects for mm. her because you can just see throughout her performance she's not ready to have a, yeah. a baby and you know grandma's there for her and but it's not like Hollyoaks. No, no. <laughs> it is definitely not like Hollyoaks. It's, it's so much more clever yeah. than... They don't make this big... The drama point... The film is about grandma. It's called Grandma. It's not called Sage's Terrible Sa- Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not... Yeah, yes. It's not about Sage's big life-changing yeah. decision. It's about these two women kind of... Connecting. Kind of, yeah, connecting in such an amazing way. Yeah. 
which is obviously important because you know abortion is a part of life and loads of women go through it yeah. and it is dealt like it's an everyday thing and that is what it is so yeah that's uh, really important yeah definitely and I think it's quite it reminded me a little bit of Obvious Child which came out a while ago and there was a big fanfare over the fact that um, the lead character in that film was going to have an abortion and it was just kind of matter of fact she wasn't you know devastated yeah. her life wasn't over because of it yeah and I think you know it's great that these films are doing this that you know it's not the end of a woman's life to have to go through something like that it's something that that can happen yeah it's there's a good episode of girls as well that deals with it yes a really matter of fact yeah um so really on point in terms of reflecting actually what's happening in the world today and thank goodness it's happening you know thank goodness it's legal and everything Mm -hmm. so um really great storytelling brilliant storytelling judy is the mum Marsha gay harden yes we don't meet her till a little bit later mm-hmm. in the film. So is that a little bit of a spoiler? That's all right, I think. Yeah, it's a mini spoiler. We hear of her. We hear of her very early on. Yeah. Um, well, she doesn't want to go to her for a start. So yeah, <laughs> that's why she's visiting yeah. her grandma. So because, interestingly, her mum has the money. Yes. Um, but she says doesn't want to go to her mm-hmm. um, for reasons that we'll talk about later. Yeah. So that's a nice kind of like realistic thing as well like her mum is earning a lot of money which you don't see a lot in films no it's true yeah her mum is we also find out quite early on in the film there's no dad involved yeah and there never has been and mum is a really driven career woman yeah because it would have been so easy to be like i don't want to go to dad yeah yeah and then she has all the money like (laughs) it's such an easy thing to to write in but it would just be lazy writing yeah you're right actually i hadn't thought about it like that yeah it's brilliant. This film is, is so about the woman and the power of women in the world. And the relationships that we have. Mm. I think it's really strong in terms of like a feminist film, a film about women. The main character is over 60. You don't see mm-hmm. that a lot. You don't at all. Um, and also like women discussing feminism and discussing all these things that are so important that can so often be like, oh, feminism. But yeah. just not discussing it in that kind of way at all. Yeah. Kind of just celebrating it for the amazing things it's done. Absolutely. Brilliant. I've got a question for you. Yeah. If you could take a road trip with anyone's grandma oh, in the world, whose grandma would you take? Whose grandma? Think about it. Okay, I'm thinking about it. This is tough. Have you already got an answer for no, this? No, <laughs> because I thought it was a good question. Okay, you didn't want to preempt. And then me. I went back to Sean. <laughs> <laughs> um, whose grandma would I go on a road trip with? Think about it too, listeners, and yeah. leave a comment below. Who's I think grandma? it's quite easy to say, like maybe one of my parents' grandmas, because I never got to meet them. Oh, that's a nice. Yeah. yeah, they can be. They can be from the past. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Good news. <laughs> Yeah, maybe one of my parents' grandmas because I never got to meet them. It'd be nice to know. And would you chat about what your parents were like? Yeah. I'd love to get some gossip on them. You know, like, your parents are always telling you about what you did when you were a yeah. kid. That's really embarrassing. I'd love to come back with, like, <laughs> here we well, go. I know. Yeah. Where would you go on the road trip? Oh. If you would... Maybe, like... Can I go back in time on my mm, road trip? Sure. Maybe just, like, good old 1920s England countryside. I'm having a lovely oh, time. On a picnic. Yeah, on a picnic. With yeah. your parents, grandma. Grandparents, yeah. That's really nice. Thanks. 
Would you take Ma or Pa? Nah, they can stay at home. <laughs> this is my day. <laughs> who would I take? Yeah, who Probably would you take? someone who's going to have a good... I mean, your answer is really good. Thanks. But it's not right. You could take someone fun. I mean, I don't know that's better. <laughs> my great-grandparents were fun or not, but, you know. Maybe, um, like, a zookeeper? A zookeeper's grandparent? Or just a zookeeper? A zookeeper from the past. <laughs> right. Who had children. Right. And... Then grandchildren. Sorry, who had... Yes. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of, like, all lived at the zoo. Mm. Or, like, that BBC series that was ages ago called, the like... Zoo. The zoo. zoo. <laughs> yeah. You can take that guy. Him. Him, yeah. Brilliant. He would have some nice tales about a walrus. Yeah. I think. And we would go to the zoo. What more could you dream of? Nothing. <laughs> the last I asked Sam, because we did Trumbo, mm-hmm. I said, what film would you claim credit for? Ooh, that's credit? a great question. What would you do? Listen back to Trumbo now on iTunes. <laughs> what film would um, you do? Well, I, don't, I might have to claim credit for one of my like favourite films. Yeah, go. Okay. I think I'd go for American Beauty. Nice. Actually, it's very clever, very well done, very and I would just which be like, hey, guys, that American Beauty, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I well, I've always said my answer. Oh. You can find that oh, when you I'll, listen. I'll to, listen back. Yeah. We've gone off track. Yes, we have. Back to where we were supposed to be. Back to grandma. Should we talk about um, what did you early on in the film? They go to a coffee shop. Yes. What did you think of that scene? That was absolutely hilarious. That was one of the first times I really laughed in this film. Um, it, yeah, I mean, so the coffee shop used to be the women's health clinic, which I think is kind of, so it's quite a political yeah. thing. You know, everyone's going mad so at coffee used, shops everywhere. it used to be free. Used to be free. That you could go and for... seek help. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And obviously that's changed in five years or something along those lines. I think it's what yeah, they said. Yeah, Yes, and this is where Lily Tomlin kind of, well, she loses it, doesn't she? she For does. the first time. Not the last time, but the first time. <laughs> yeah. Um, very funny. She clearly is offending the sensitive people around her with her... Because they're talking very loudly about yeah. what, how it came to be that Sage needs an abortion. Yes, they are. And um, the couple around her are not looking impressed, and neither is the cafe manager. Um, but you know, this is another one of those moments in that film where it's like, you know, this is a fact of life. I'm not going to censor myself for you and your sensibilities. And, you know, she takes that to quite an extreme level. Did you see, I liked it, Yeah. but I felt the extremeness, Mm -hmm. then I felt lost. Yeah. Well, I mean, it becomes, it becomes farcical, doesn't it? Yeah. Rather than... I don't know, maybe like hitting the point as well as it could have done. I think when they first went in there and you're like, oh, it's another coffee shop, it's another... I really liked that. Then she does this whole thing about drip coffee. Yeah. And I thought... Too much for you? Too much. Too much. I mean, I just... Did you just really like it? Well, I thought it was really funny. I think maybe just that an inner part of me wants to pour a coffee all over the floor in an establishment. You've got tea in your hand now. (laughs) Hi, Helen. We're in Helen's flat, so... We're in room. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I can see why. <laughs> no, it's very nice in here. It's quite small. Um, uh, yeah, but that was too much for you, was it? It was too much. I felt, I felt sad at that point. Did you? Because I felt that was all right. When I felt it went too far mm. was when we went to Bonobo Cafe. Yes. That's when it had hit that for me of like, okay, you know, it's like too much now. You're losing your point here. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I had forgotten about Bonobo Cafe. Bonobo Cafe. So Bonobo Cafe, named because... Bonobo chimps? Yeah, bonobo or monkeys. monkeys are like feminist monkeys. Basically, it's like a female. All they matriarchy. do is masturbate and eat. Yeah, and apparently there's no wars when you do that all day. So, you know. I thought for the nations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone, write that down. Think about it later. Um, <laughs> yes, because there's a thing about like there's a, a woman in there and she's like, can I just have my Tabasco sauce? Oh, yeah. And it, um, yeah, that maybe doesn't work as well. Yeah. My favourite bits are when Sage and Grandma are in the car. Yes. And they're just chatting. They're just being Sage and Grandma, like, connecting with each other, finding each other. Definitely. Brilliant. That's when you get the other side of Lily Tomlin's character as well. When she's not just the brash, loud, kind of in-your-face woman. And it also shows a little bit of her sensitive side. And can, has that connection with her. I think, yeah, that's sort of yeah. the golden moments of the film. Robbie Collin of The Telegraph mm-hmm. said, there's lots going on at the edges of the script. That's a lovely word, yeah. Which I read it because they sort of touch on stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there are nice pauses where you're left to reflect. Yeah, definitely. But it doesn't take itself too seriously because there's loads of funny moments Yes. in it. I mean, I would say... I wasn't a fan of the cafe, either cafe then. Yeah. Because I, I did agree with you about Bonobo, even though I forgot. <laughs> you um, forgot Bonobo, you wiped that from your memory. I just forgot that happened. Um, which, you know, that's important to say in a review. Mm-hmm. Just forgot that bit happened. Um, <laughs> so maybe it didn't add that much. Yeah. But the other bit, so they go and see an old tattooist friend who owes her some money. Yeah, by, played by Laverne Cox. Yeah. Um, who plays it really well. Yeah, it's really, really nice. great. Um, Bonobo Cafe, uh, Grandma has an idea to sell some first editions of feminist text yes. to this woman. Um, and then they go and see um, a friend of Grandma's from the past, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. We're sort of nearly at Spoiler Town, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so there's some nice kind of inter- interplay between Grandma's old life and her current life. Mm-hmm. So whenever they're back in the car, she's kind of like back in her current life, but then she keeps having to revisit her past. Um, And the way that her past is revealed kind of helps Sage to understand her grandma more and to also reflect and understand about what's about to happen to her. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really beautiful to see. And it's done with a lot of humour 
Um, but that's really the heart of the film, and that's really what the film is about. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree, Helen. Very well put. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we should probably spoil it now. Yeah, we should. Because we're kind of at that stage. So, um, if you haven't seen it, and you don't want to be spoiled by it, where can they see it? Because we had a special... Yeah, so we're on, like, we're really revisiting. Grandma came out quite a while ago, didn't it? And so, we, we, is it correct that it was called Curzon Revisits? A Curzon Curates, yeah. So, Curzon kind of brings back a, films that have done well, that maybe didn't get such a big release, but that they think should be seen by more people, and Grandma's been one of those films. So, so we've all been looking forward to it for ages. Um, yeah, and shows, they show it on a Monday evening and a Wednesday afternoon. So, something to look out for, Curzon mm. Curates. Yes, definitely. Um, if not, I suppose... There's always, you know, get the DVD. Yeah, probably nearing if up that you... time now. Definitely worth it. I could say that they could watch the trailer. We sometimes talk about whether you should watch the trailer or not. Yeah, I don't think the trailer gives something. I think the trailer's just fun. Yes, it um, is. And it will give you a sense and of And that film. is the heart of the film, isn't it? The yeah. fun, isn't it? Yeah. Great. So, um, we can talk about more about her mum now. Yes. Um, so... Spoiler, they don't get all the money that they need. Yeah. It doesn't go well. They have not achieved their goal their by target. the end of their Time is trip. running out yeah. they need to get their... They are still $500 short, yeah. which is quite a considerable amount of the $630. They haven't done well. Yeah. Um. So they go and visit the mum, who has one of the best opening shots. Yes. Yes. Absolutely hilarious. So you hear about this mum and in the car on the way there, there's a really funny moment between the two of them where Sage says to her grandma, I'm, I'm really scared. And grandma goes, oh yeah, me too. And then Sage is like, why? She's like, I've been scared of your mother since she was five years old, <laughs> which is brilliant. And then it basically goes, opens up in two. To a shot, maybe we just shouldn't even say. Oh, it's too good, isn't it? It's, it's, too it's good. really, I don't want to spoil that, but yeah. it's a really nice. It's so funny, and it tells you everything you need to know about, about her. The mom. Yeah. It couldn't be more explicit the kind of person she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of wanted to pinpoint that as an yeah. excellent part of the film. Excellent. Really clever. One of the strengths of saying everything without saying anything. Yes. Um, which is what this film decides to say well. Yeah, lovely. Um, they go and also visit uh, Sage's boyfriend. Yes. To see if he has any money. Oh, yes. Which is your favourite line of the this film. This is my favourite line of the film. Some people shouldn't have facial hair. It looks like you've got an armpit on your face. Oh! <laughs> what a zinger, honestly. It was good. So that's delivered by Grandma. It is delivered by Grandma. Who else could deliver that kind of line? Um, and then she goes ahead and beats him up. Yeah, she does. With a hockey stick. Yes, yeah. In some private places. She goes to town on him. Because he doesn't have... He's not He's not very nice. He isn't very nice. Well, they call him the creep, don't they, for yeah. the rest of the film. And, I mean, he just doesn't really accept that it's his problem, I think. That's the kind of main problem with it. He's 17. He's not very clued up to the world. And he kind of just thinks Sage should get on with it. We also meet... Um, the other man in the film is Grandma's ex-husband. Yes, we don't know that straight away. Yeah, it's, which is revealed. Yeah. And kind of interesting because she, she's, you know, a lesbian. Yeah, and, and you Sage know that says, right from the off. Sage says, I thought you were always a lesbian. 
And then um, Grandma says, yeah, I was, but... No, sorry, Sage says, I thought you always liked women. And Grandma says, yeah, I did, but I didn't always like myself. Yeah. You're really telling line, that one. Yeah. Another one of those moments where it's such a short sentence says so much yeah. and doesn't need to be explained any further. Absolutely. And he's pretty horrible. Yeah. As well. Wow, well, yeah. husband. I mean, what did he do? He's a real mixed bag. It was hard yeah. to get a read on him. But then I think that's life, isn't it? That's what this film does so well, as well, giving some kind of real people to deal with. Um, yeah, you know, people aren't always nice or nasty. And this guy's a little bit of both. can tell he's been quite damaged, I think, by his life experiences and some of his experiences with Grandma. Um... I found him creepy. Did you find him creepy? Well, I mean, that was definitely a very creepy moment there. Yeah. It was quite hard to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're right, there's more to him than that. Yeah. And he gets... I mean, his real kind of screw you move is he has the money, but he doesn't give it to them. He refuses to give it to them. Which I was... There's some kind of, like... Cross about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he it's, he's kind of punishing them, isn't he, for, like... Really, the hurt that grandma's caused him, yeah, over a kind of spoiler similar issue back, um, you know, back when they were married. Um, so grandma leaves him and is pregnant and aborts their child. And is that because it's discussed that to grandma, grandma had to have an abortion in the basement? Yes, yes, so yeah, grandma's had a kind of backstreet abortion yeah. um not very nice experience um she later tells you it's very painful yeah um yeah which kind of it gives an idea of how much she's had to go through mm. as a woman definitely and she also has a line that she delivers to her um ex-husband saying oh about why she got rid of the baby w- with him and then proceeded to have a baby from one night stand she says oh i wanted a baby but i didn't want a husband, I didn't want yeah. a family, I didn't want that kind of life. And so, yeah, she's had to go through a lot, really, to get to where she is. And she's great. Yeah, and she kind of, she knows herself, I think. Now, but now. that's what's that's what's so lovely about having a character who is over, um, over 60, because you don't really see that in film. That's the point. She's now that age and she gets it now. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows what she likes, she knows what she doesn't like. And she's still confused about things. You still yeah. see that. But she's lived through a lot. And I think that's why we need more characters in films who are women and men who are older. Yeah. Because they have their story to tell. Exactly. Very underrepresented. Do you think there could have been another male character who was actually quite nice? Yeah, well, there weren't really any nice male characters, were yeah, there? Yeah, which, I mean, to flip it on its head, is it, I, I don't want filmmaking to go that way. No, no, I think, you know, no one wants that, do they? They want equality, not kind of, we're better, we're better. It'd be yeah. nice to have a general balance. So maybe, yes, a, a kind of a nicer male figure would have been nice. Maybe someone at the hospital at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually didn't clock that those are the only two... I think so. Oh, but the cafe owner in the yeah. first bit. and then. But the... he's not nice. He asks them to leave. Yeah, he's the guy that fixes the car. You're right. <laughs> 30 seconds. No, but yeah. he is a nice male character. Because nice I was thinking there's none, which is a little bit too much. Yeah, but no, he's nice. He's lovely. Yeah. 
I mean, he's not in it for very long. I mean, I think all of about a minute. Yeah. Of the but, one hour, 22 minutes. Like we're saying, like, this is kind of because of so many films don't have any female characters in it. So mm-hmm. this is like an all, pretty much yes. an all female cast. So it's needed. It's good. Mm-hmm. But I can see if people were like, well, no, there's no nice male characters. It's maybe pushed it a bit, a bit too, too far. too far in the other direction. Yeah, maybe. I think that could be its flaw. We should, we're about to round up. We are. But we should talk about the final scene. Yes. The scenes. Um, so they get to the hospital. Yeah. They arrive there and there are some pro-life yeah. people. I think that's the correct term. Um, outside the hospital. I'd actually really not considered that before. How difficult that must be. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to have people sort of... Picketing outside... No. Yeah. yeah, when you're about to make a, a really tough decision, we're going to go under quite a lot of pain. Like, yeah. You don't need that. To happen. You don't need that, and um, that's quite difficult. Uh, there's a quite a young girl there who there's a kind of comedic moment there with uh, Lily Tomlin, yeah. grandma, um, where she kind of tries to tell this little girl that she you know, says something really sweet. She says something so lovely about you know that there's a world outside of hatred and all yeah. of this kind of stuff, and gets. Dumped in the eye by a (laughs) seven-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) Which is... It is funny. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Especially as we've seen Grandma doing the beating up up until now, so... Yeah, Yeah. true. Um, (laughs) And so the hospital, really lovely people, doctors and nurses, you know. um, We kind of see how things have come, moved on from from Grandma's time. Grandma's very worried about her daughter. Yeah. Her granddaughter. Um, And then the mum comes as well. Yes. Which is nice and it's needed that scene. I I agree. To show another side of her. Yeah. As well. That she has got a heart underneath everything and she does want to be there for her. Absolutely. And then the final part of the film is Grandma kind of sorting out her current Mm -hmm. situation as well. Which is really nice part of grandma learning from her granddaughter. Yes, definitely. Because Sage was just really brave and is sorting out her situation. So grandma goes to sort out... Um, kind of take control of her life and stop it spinning. Yeah, out of control. Yeah, and um, goes to speak to... Um, ex. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's a really lovely little scene. And, you know... As it goes towards the end, they kind of, they reconciled a little, but nothing too concrete. And as Grandma walks off, although there's no kind of neat bow around the package of the film, it's one day and life's going to go on, Mm -hmm. I think you get a real lovely sense as you see her walking to the distance that... Yeah, I love films where the end is someone walking off. Yeah. I think you can't beat it. You can't. It was a great song as well by Angus and Julia Stone at the end there. Um, And it was just a really long shot as well of her leaving. Really nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. A beautiful end. We normally do a star rating. We find yeah. it quite difficult to do star ratings. We are out of five. Yeah, out of five. Um, I'd probably give it four. Four? Yeah. I was it? feeling harsh. I was going to go for a... Th- mm. Lots of reviews have given it a three. I was going for a 3.5. Can I have that? Yeah. Can I have a point five? You can. Great. Sam's not here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 3.5. Let's break all the rules. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jenna, for oh, joining me in thank Room. Thank you for having me. I've loved being in Room. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Guys, thanks for listening. You would listen to it like three or four times so that my listening figures are higher than Sam's. That would yeah, be great. Just to rub it in. 
because he maybe walked off without the microphone. <laughs> so it was a bit stressful this it morning. Was. Thanks, Sam. Cheers, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will see you next week. Have a lovely week, listeners. Goodbye Bye. from Helen. Bye. Bye from Jenna. Bye.